Welcome to Artifications. This is your host, Roland Ramos. Today we find ourselves in the heart of the French Quarter, in New Orleans, Louisiana, contemplating what it means to be an artist and how the act of making art changes our operations and our lives. As humans, art serves us in every way. At its core, getting in the flow of a creative process provides an avenue for interacting and experiencing the world around us. Art therapy is a real avenue to expression and healing, whether guided by a therapist or whether you're pushing paint around in your studio to Morrissey. There are indisputable benefits to the solitary act, and 15 minutes of it lowers your body's stress levels. New Orleans itself cultivates a fantastic creativity in their population. Generations of festival attendees have been known to make their costumes right at home in time for that precious time of year, carnival time. Building and rebuilding is a big part of New Orleans' story. A consequence of being in a tidal delta and things only promise to get worse with impending climate change. But right now, we have to recognize that two years of a pandemic has taken its toll on all major cities. Specifically, we're talking about their medical communities. And it is from this community that the subject of our upcoming interview left in order to join the ranks of the few, the proud, the creative. What does it mean to take the leap into being a full-time professional artist? This is also part of the journey that we'll be exploring today. The artist is Mary T. Sinto, and the upcoming interview was recorded in her beautifully lit studio gallery at 830 Charter Street at the start of 2022. We also have a frank discussion on the work necessary to make this tremendous leap of faith. There is a significant correlation between art, the practice of art, and the therapeutic value derived thereof. But as the quote from Churchill states, beginning with audacity is a very big part of the art of painting. It's that kind of mindset that allows Miss Sinto to step into the role of professional artist. Here, we jump into our interview at 830 Charter Street. Uh, my name is Mary Tristine Sinto, and we are in the French Quarter of New Orleans in my brand new studio and gallery, 830 Charters. Life in itself felt very challenging day by day, and I started painting sort of just to move through the moments. and. Right before the pandemic hit for the first time in about 10 years, I picked up a paintbrush and, um, you know, three months into making art, I found myself painting upwards of five, eight, 12 hours a day and I couldn't really stop painting. And for me, it was this ability to express myself in a way that I never felt the freedom to do before. And I think in the intimacy of especially abstract art is that it has more to do, for me at least, with the experience than the end product. And so living my entire life in an environment in which I was meant to perform or exist or be seen in the eyes of the observer or someone else, it was almost like from the moment I picked up a paintbrush, it was just about me and my expression. And I had never quite experienced that before, and I think the idea of being able to uh, create something just for my own well-being is really what like sparked my ability to continue to keep going and to recognize that because I was creating so much suddenly I was identifying as an artist and I hadn't identified as an artist before 
in any real capacity. Um, so for me, I had been working within the healthcare realm in New Orleans for almost a decade. Um, I had been trying to go to medical school. I had been working with, you know, very vulnerable populations with a lot of sickness and disease and inability to access care. And um, you know, I had a really negative experience in healthcare that, to me, was all about money and financial gains and not about the patient. I couldn't be in the space that I once felt at home, healing and helping other people, and I didn't know what to do. I was in a really dark place personally because my, my whole identity had been wrapped up in being a healer or a helper, and um, I just no longer had trust in the system, and I was doing a little bit of uh, healthcare consulting work and I took a painting class just to create some structure and like for morale because I knew I liked painting like I did in my senior spring of college um, and that was you know one of my favorite classes but at that point I decided I was going to medical school and I moved down to New Orleans to do the post back so it was really you know I had taken that class knowing I enjoyed it but not with the like any idea of becoming an artist and it was how I was like physically and emotionally in this space that once I started painting again, I felt like a part of myself came back after this like extreme sort of darkness. And it was the abstraction that let me like let all this pain out that I could turn it into beauty in a way that it like wouldn't hurt me or other people, but could over time I saw as like, you know, symbolizing this experience of like being uh, capable and being it being like possible to heal because it was through the painting that I was able to like see myself in a different light that wasn't like I had failed or I had lost everything or I you know had taken a wrong turn I never really w chose I was going to be an artist it was like I couldn't stop doing this so like it chose me and that I think came from me allowing myself just to paint because it made me happy and felt good. Mary T. Skinto originally came from Connecticut, and according to her website, her approach of making art as a radical act of liberation is evident in the broad strokes of her abstract pieces that are to be found all over the gallery. I wanted to take a moment to speak about Charter Street. Charter Street was a really busy thoroughfare of, of old New Orleans. Essentially, it's one of the oldest streets in America. There are so many paved courtyards and beautiful arched porticos, flowers of all kinds. It leads strollers directly into Jackson Square and is noted to be quite haunted. Here, Mary T. Sinto tells us how New Orleans has directly affected her transformation into a full-time artist. I think there's something about New Orleans that people have said over history in so many different ways, all these like trite quotes and things about like how a part of you, you know, the other half of your chromosome is fulfilled or, you know, it's a come as you are, come as you really want to be kind of town. I think for me, New Orleans was this place that just accepted me and I never, as much as I was like cared or loved or felt like engaged in the community growing up or had friends like I never felt fully myself and I think New Orleans has a different sense of what it is to be human you could be a garbage man or a brain surgeon and someone's going to talk to you and spend time with you and like 
want to know who you are and what matters is if like you can have a good time and you're not an asshole you know it doesn't matter if you have a million dollars or you know what your last name is or what Ivy League schools on your diploma like for me when I decided to stay I thought I was going to go back to New York I thought I needed to like you know be downtown Manhattan to like get some sort of stamp of approval that I was like going to be a great artist and the reality was is that like New Orleans is why I'm an artist, like part of what birthed this, like part of why I was able to like see the world as I do. And then I think there's this, this interconnectedness of community and the fabric of like, I think it, it does have to do with humanity in all these ways that like we like live as people differently here. Like it, it it's not this endless like rush, go like, make all the money it's not that you can't be successful and sustainable but it's like it's this incubator of you really can be whoever you want to be and that you're going to be accepted and that like the second line's going to keep marching and that like you could put glitter in your hair and like you can do whatever the hell you want and when I was painting like I was seeing in this way someone was like I see the river in your work or I see a hurricane or I see like jazz and that in those spaces I knew like I couldn't like forsake this place that I wouldn't have I wouldn't been able to do this in like a loft in Brooklyn where I was paying so much rent I couldn't breathe and nobody would have got it either so I feel like New Orleans got me so that's why I stayed because I got it (laughs) I became a professional painter, I don't know, less than a year and a half ago. And here we are in the studio gallery that is mine, and it's just the beginning. So in my mind, the future is not just New Orleans, but it's the world, and it's like the whole world to come, and how many people and how much can I share my art, and like how many people can I inspire to create in a way that it feels crazy that it just started and there's so much that you know I can do and so I can't believe I'm crying but it's like I don't even know how I got here (laughs) but yeah I mean you know the future's endless the world's your oyster um I don't just want to paint like in here I want to paint murals I want to paint billboards I want to paint big I want to paint with other people I want to you know create statues and sculpture and film and whatever I want to do everything you know because I have a whole lifetime to do that and I think that's what a lot of artists like they see themselves in such a narrow lens and I've never I never like saw this in any lens as it is and so it's kind of like a kaleidoscope of we could do anything in any way and I don't ever want to be someone who just does one thing because like that gets boring and you have to be open to change and challenge yourself and who knows you know maybe I'd go to med school in 20 years I don't know but at this point I want to paint as many paintings as I am for lack of a better word, like called to paint in a way that's going to share my message with other people that like anyone can do anything with, you know, their one life. Like it's only when you get. So if I can do this, you know, you can do it too kind of thing. 
thank you for joining us for this moving interview with Mary Sinto. Find her work at marytcinto.com. Click on our show notes to find links leading to articles relating to what we've discussed so far in this latest episode. Artifications was recorded on location in New Orleans, Louisiana, and is responsible for all its original content and music. To find out more about how art can be therapeutic in your life, visit arttherapy.org. And please take a moment to subscribe to our YouTube page to see all of our videos accessible through our website at artifications.com. Thank you so much for listening and thank you Mary T. Sinto for your participation in this interview. Our goal is simple, to make the art world just a little smaller because you can't spell earth without art.